guys. So whatever you do, do not Google Pokemon number 591. Why, why are we even talking about this, Alan John? It's just like, it's all you ever do before the podcast. You're always just talking about low punny. It's like, come on, get a life, man. Not low punny. It's something different. And just whatever you do, don't Google Pokemon number 591. Don't worry. I will never do it. Okay. For any of our potential listeners, don't do that either. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just did. Oh, my God. Okay. Eric, he explicitly told you not to. <laughs> don't spoil it. I won't. Don't Google it. But don't don't even Google it. Don't search for it. It's it's not worth it. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. No. Seriously, it's not worth it. It's a very suspicious thing. <laughs> yeah. So Stephen couldn't make it, unfortunately, um, for this episode. So we actually have Jordan Ryan. Can I say your full name? Wait. Yeah, go for it. Okay, Jordan Ryan is with us on Skype. Hi. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Not much. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for being here as a substitute to Stephen. Uh, Stephen's going through a lot of stuff right now. So let's please all pray for Stephen. Uh, I hope he's going to get well very soon. I don't know what's wrong with him, to yeah. be honest. He just said he doesn't want to be on the podcast anymore or something like that i he told me that he was just gonna try to fix his face so i just hope that his you know his face recovers better than ever may he heal swiftly yeah yeah and it's a shame because the news the topics we have up for discussion today it's just all stuff i wanted to talk to steven about like i know steven is a big playstation one hacker like he's been a, a, a critical part of the homebrew community for a very long time. I think he was the first one who figured out how to properly like copy games for the PlayStation 1. Basically, what he did was that he took a disc and then just copied the information bit by bit and burned it on another CD and then used a permanent black marker <laughs> to make the CD black. Yeah, he's the only one who thought about doing that. It's, it's insane. He's the founder of that technique. Yeah. So actually quite recently, a new hack was discovered. It's called Tony Hacks because it's based off of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, I think. No, 2 and 3. So basically utilizing those games, you can actually sideload uh, some kind of hacked content through it. I don't know the details because... Uh, I haven't read the GBA temp post completely yet. So, guys, what do you think about this? Fill in the time while I read this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stephen actually would like this because he's such a big Tony Hawk nut, which is not even a joke. But, um, yeah, basically what it does is it, it does a similar thing to what Cubic Ninja did on the 3DS, if I recall correctly, where you basically, or, or what um, Twilight Princess did on the Wii, Wii U. I don't even remember when Twilight Princess did that thing. Anyway, so what this does is it installs some stuff on your memory card and then it lets you play region free games, burned games, stuff like that. Normally what, you know, prior to this, what you had to do was 
You had to have some soldering skills. There was a couple different methods, but they were all hardware based. This one, all you really need is one of those discs and a um, memory card, which is cool. I think that I forget who actually who did this. Whose project is this? This is I will find it in a second. Oh, yeah. Socram8888 is what he's known on and GBA temp. That's a really cool name. That's a really cool profile picture, too. I, I, what is that? A alligator crocodile? What what is that? Is that a is that a Skylander figure? Anyway, yeah, so I think he's planning on actually making this available on more games. He just found that, you know, those two Tony Hawk games work because I guess there's some corruption with when you're naming your character is what it is what it's taking advantage of. I don't know. Have you had time to read it? No, I just don't understand any of it. It's like, okay, first is the first payload is 144 bytes, and then it loads into the GPU. It resets the GPU VRAM resolution uh, 320 by 24. I don't understand any of this, and I'm not qualified to talk about it, which is why Steven should have been here, because he's the PlayStation 1 hacker, and he's a Tony Hawk nut. This topic was explicitly made for Steven, and he just... He he had to be too busy to be here. It's it's a shame. If only his face didn't have so many problems. <laughs> didn't we actually recently have a somewhat of a similar hack with uh, the PlayStation Two, but not actually that similar? Basically, you could now uh, just burn PlayStation Two games and then play it on a PlayStation Two without any yeah. hacking, without any games. Yeah, it was a much easier process than this. You you didn't. I don't. As far as I understood, you didn't even have to purchase anything. Yeah, that's weird how the PlayStation 1 turned out to have like a stronger security than the PlayStation 2. It took longer to crack. Yeah, I mean, it, it took longer to crack in a way that didn't involve hardware mods. I, I actually did modify my PlayStation 2 several years ago, probably around 2014, but that involved using like replacing the cover with like a flip top cover. I, I'm showing you guys as if you guys can actually see me. Um, but yeah, it, so it, it kind of it used to be like this where it comes out like this and now you open it like you know that and you had to put the swap magic discs in it was a huge hassle so <laughs> i'm glad that you don't have to do all that with the playstation one anymore just to uh play your ps1 games your region free ps1 games because of course you're buying them from japan and then putting them right on your system uh it could technically allow you to play burned games but you know the only way that i know how to get burned games is to directly message alan john on a gbatemp.net he'll, Please don't do he'll, that. he'll show you what to do yeah he'll send you links yeah that's not how just ask <laughs> no, don't do that do you guys think that the price of like physical copies of tony hawk pro skater three and two are gonna go up because of this you think they're gonna become like not just a collector's item but uh, like something necessary to hack your ps1 i think so because this has got to be cheaper, and it looks to be easier than installing a whole mod chip onto your PS1. So, yeah, for anyone looking to do some PS1 modding going forward, I think this is probably going to become the go-to method. Yeah, looking it up on eBay right now, I'm finding them around. Uh, for uh, Tony Ox Pro Skater 2, I'm looking up. It's like this one's $7. They can go up. They, well, they could go up to 30 something dollars, but... Yeah, they they still look around the ten to twenty dollar range. Are you looking at the first one or the the second and third? Second and third. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was looking at the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I know that 
you know, other other hacking games do uh, uh, end up going up in price. Cubic Ninja, for example, there was oh Steel Driver Diver. Wait, was it? I barely remember hacking the 3DS, but there was something that I did. And um, how much does Cubic Ninja cost right now? Now that it's really easy to uh, hack your 3DS, I'm just a little curious. See now, now it's like thirteen dollars, but I remember um, getting it at GameStop for like fifty bucks or something crazy like that. That said, there's a lot of copies of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and 3 out there already. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. And I think the amount of people who who want to um, actually use these games primarily to hack their PS1 is not very high because for the 3DS, that was still like a a new thing. The, The PlayStation 1 hasn't been for lack of a better word, relevant for quite a while. Yeah. So I, I actually don't think that this is going to push the price of those games very much, especially if the developer whose name I already forgot, and I will scroll down to find it. It's SoCam. It's SoCram. 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 SoCram 8888 oh. is going to make this available on more games. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see a plus. Isn't SoCam a Tom Clancy game? Yeah. Yeah, it is. SoCram, and then instead of, yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a reference to Socrates and Socom at the same time. Yeah. It could be. It could it could be very much so. Maybe it's uh Alex Winters from um Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent. That's well, we can't actually make references to movies Mm-mm, before right. twenty thirteen. So oh wait. Didn't the new Bill and Ted come out like this? It's that it did. uh twenty twenty. Uh you know, I've not seen it, but I don't believe Socrates is a character in that movie. So uh, he's not. Spoilers. Wow. Thanks for no reason to watch it anymore now that I know that Socrates isn't in it. Wait, no. Maybe. Socrates was in Bill and Ted One, right? Yeah, yes. but he was not, he's not in the third one or the second one. Hmm. Well, I didn't know if he was going to make a triumphant comeback. Eric, <laughs> fan favorite character coming back for the revival. Nope. Sorry. Uh. Speaking of things coming back, I don't know if this is a good <laughs> segue, to be honest. But the DSi is back in the news again because the full ARM 7 boot ROM has been dumped. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it finally happened. If you don't know what that means, then I pity you because this is big news in the DSi hacking community. This is going to allow for so many cool new stuff uh, for example, probably better hacking methods. Right now, the the most used hacking method, I think, is by utilizing the camera roll. Uh, you basically load in an image, and then you go into the camera app on the DSi, and then you open up gallery on the SD card, and it just does some text, and then congratulations, your DSi has been hacked, which is fairly easy. Even I did it. This is just going to allow us to open up the DSi completely and just read it like a book and find out what's what's behind all that stuff. What's going on in the ARM 7 processor? What's really going on there? What's Nintendo hiding from us? And also, uh, this is going to help a lot with emulation efforts because the DSi isn't just like a DS. Well, it is, but it has some extra functions such as like two cameras and I think a another CPU which is a little bit faster and no GBA support. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see the emulator scene develop for the DSi with you know there's 
No Cash GBA, I think that's what it's called, and Melon DS, those are the only ones that are in active development, I think. And also Drastic, Drastic DS for Android. Mm -hmm. So yeah, seeing DSi support for those emulators would be nice because there are some good like DSiWare games like Shantae. Um... That's about it, isn't it? Shantae and Shantae. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, remember when it was uh when when all of that stuff was taken off temporarily and then they're like, oh never mind, never mind, they're all back. Yeah, totally an accident, definitely. That was fun. I mean, imagine all those people who had the time left to download Shantae and then try to sell their systems on eBay, but then now it just came back. Nintendo had to ruin their expectations. There there's a really good segue from this topic to another topic but it can't be done and i hate it i hate the fact that it can't be done because it's so good you'll get it in the end <laughs> hopefully but yeah going back to this this was done by the poro c okay 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 this is an open message to all the hacker groups if you want people talking about you then please come up with better names something that i could pronounce and actually if you don't want people talking about you, then do the exact opposite. Maybe that's what they're going for here. Maybe they don't want to be known. Maybe they don't want Nintendo hearing about them. But this is done by the Poro Scion slash K2 to the power of TTN group. Uh, maybe this is a collab between two groups. I, I don't know. But you can find them on... Uh, the internet these two websites icosohedron.website and git.titandemo.org <laughs> that's not a joke it's not a joke i didn't know that that that, that was possible to to be dot website and this was posted on our forum by valerie op so thank you valerie op for having a proper nickname that's pronounceable thank you let's clap for that okay can we all appreciate the fact that um, if you scroll down a little bit fast, um, 6191 comes in to help us out by saying, for those wanting a bit less jargon, and then he says a lot of jargon. Because <laughs> when I think of fast, I think, hey, this guy's no frills. Let's get rid of all the jargon. So I really appreciate that about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Contrary to his name, the, the posts he makes aren't read fast. <laughs> But he does make banners fast, so oh, yeah. he lives yeah, he up does. to that. He does. I love him. He's great. I just don't understand him ever. <laughs> okay, so what does he say? Okay, he quoted a post that has less text than his... Uh, okay, whatever. I don't know. I don't even know. CPUs running... Okay, oh, wait, no. This is actually a good post. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He yeah. actually details like things... Uh, I should have probably read his post before <laughs> attempting to make fun of it. Yeah, no, this this post is longer, but he gets rid of the jargon to break it down for the layman, which is what I am. So I can actually kind of understand his post, uh, whereas the quoted one, it's like, yeah, I recognize words. Yep. 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 So, yeah, this is pretty cool. Can't wait to see what comes from this. Hopefully some new hacks. Hopefully, uh, again, more emulation support for the DSi, you know, stuff like that. 
look forward to news about this boot ROM. Oh, wait. I don't think you can ask for the boot ROM. I think that's proprietary. So don't ask for any links. Or maybe do. I don't I don't really know. I'm a moderator. I'm supposed to know all this stuff, but I don't. <laughs> okay, so anyways, look forward to news about uh, this new DSI hack on gbatemp.net. That's gbatemp.net. Check out gbatemp. I do have one more question about that. So using the DSI, uh, are, are we able to play Skyrim on it? Does it play Skyrim? Yes. Everything plays Skyrim. Really? Because... I, well, only if it has Game Pass on it. Oh, really? I, wait. Uh, no, I'm talking about Skyrim. Skyrim's not on Game Pass, is it? Well, it is now. Yes, indeed. Coincidentally, this was the next topic where we're going to be talking about. <laughs> That's insane. How did I do that? I don't, I don't know, Eric. You have some kind of gift. I don't know. It's like you have ESPN or something. <laughs> got him anyways anyways uh recently we've already talked about this on previous episodes of the tempcast check out tempcast on youtube spotify <laughs> uh google podcast apple podcast itunes whatever listen to that soundcloud no never coming to soundcloud <laughs> never uh so also on the GBA Temp downloads page, visit gbatemp.net slash downloads. I think that's the right link. Yeah, yeah. Just gbatemp.net slash downloads. Exactly. And then go to the App Store on your uh, on either your Android or, or Apple or Windows phone and type in Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> no, and don't, don't. Join our clan. Bruh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> don't. Ever do that ever again? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> He's just mad because I pwned him like the newbie is. It's not pwning. You're just giving free advertisement to a company that doesn't even pay us. That's how. How is that? Okay. Anyways, you got to spend money to make money, Alan John. Speaking of advertising companies that don't pay us, Microsoft recently purchased Zenimax. We talked about this on a previous Tempcast, and so. We speculated what what would this mean for Bethesda, you know, Machine Games, and all the other studios under Zenimax. What would that mean for their exclusives? What would it mean for their games, like their IPs? Are they going to become Xbox and Windows exclusives? Well, uh, it seems so. It seems like step by step, these games, all of them are going to become sooner or later uh, Xbox-centered which is uh, proven actually by this step that Bethesda has made. So over 20, around 20 games, no, exactly 20 Bethesda games are going to be added to Xbox Game Pass by tomorrow, which by the time this, oh, it's already up. Okay. This was posted yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So this is two days ago. This, yeah, this includes all the Dishonored games, all two of them. All the Doom games, it seems. Yeah, I think. Oh, wait, does, is Doom 3 Doom 3 BFG or is it just Doom 3? Hmm. I wonder. Uh, but yeah, it's... Oh, wait, does... There's no... There's... Is, is there Doom? There's no new Doom. Yeah. I mean, there's Doom Eternal, but there's not There's not the remake. Unless that... Well, the Doom remake is... is just titled Doom, so... So then, so then you can't play the very original. Yeah, you, you either can't play the remake on Game Pass, 
which you used to be able to, so that would mean they would have taken it down after this deal, or you can't play the original Doom. That sounds more likely to me, but Doom's on everything, so does that really matter? But that's weird that they wouldn't let you play the original Doom, but they let you play Doom 2. No, it's probably already on Game Pass. I think that's what's happening, because it's an oh. old game. It's 2016. Yeah. Okay, that would make sense. The other one's even older. Yeah, so we got all Dooms. We got all the Fallouts. Fallout 3 is probably already on Game Pass. That's already an old game, I think. Maybe not, because it's like on a previous system. I don't know. But, yeah, we got Fallout New Vegas. Wait. Okay, maybe Bethesda just forgot about Fallout 3. That might be possible again. Uh, Prey, only the new one, it seems. Rage 2, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, thankfully. So, yes, you indeed can play Skyrim on your DSi if it has Game Pass on it, which it probably will have very soon. Coming to the DSi store very soon. Elder Scrolls Online evil within and two good wolfenstein games and the, the crap one <laughs> and young blood <laughs> i hate that game what a disappointment we know so uh yeah so and also i think they said in a statement somewhere that most of the upcoming bethesda games will be like windows and xbox exclusives so yeah yeah rest in peace playstation players wherever you are no skyrim remake for you they didn't say all of them would just as some of them just as some of them would yeah yeah i i think like the big ones i i don't think they can make the next elder scrolls like an exclusive maybe they can maybe it's not even in development i mean yet. yeah they they completely can make it an exclusive it just yeah. probably be pretty stupid to do so jordan you have uh xbox game pass right um i did for a while i dropped it though Okay, well, you're still more qualified than I am to give your <laughs> thoughts on this. Um, I mean, yeah, it takes the already incredible value that is Xbox Game Pass and just adds 20 more titles to it. Um, a lot of these pretty pretty quality titles. I mean, Doom Eternal is still... It's less than a year old still, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you can get the newest Doom game that's not even a year old for as low as $10 a month, just already on your Xbox. That's insane. Wait, does that include the DLCs that are coming out right now? Uh, typically, I do believe Game Pass games include the DLCs. Um, okay. But I am not sure if that'll include upcoming DLC for games that are, are recently released. Um, hmm. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, you've got... Let's see... Yeah, I mean, you've got plenty of titles already on Game Pass, and then you just add these to it, and the the Game Pass backlog continues to grow, just like everyone's backlog. So, <laughs> but I I like it. Yeah. Now you 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 used to have Game Pass. Once you stopped subscribing, of course, you weren't able to play any of the games anymore, right? Correct. Um. Yes. <laughs> that but is like how that works. <laughs> Of course, but then if you were to resubscribe, you would be able to play the games once again, right? Uh, yes, that, that is again how that works. So they're not gone forever, right? No, no. When unsubscribing from Game Pass doesn't delete Skyrim. And now, how many games did they just add? They added 20. Now, what if, hypothetically, <laughs> they added 35 games, and then they said... 
a couple months later, never mind, we're taking all of this off forever. How would that make you feel? Uh, it would make me confused more than anything. That seems counterintuitive to making money, but... Speaking of being counterintuitive to making money, <laughs> Nintendo wants to remind you that Super Mario 35 and 3D All-Stars disappear at the end of this month. Really? Oh, it's been so yeah. long. Oh, my God. <laughs> Time flies. Wow. We've talked about this on the podcast several times when it was first announced and we were like, wait, are they serious? This is ridiculous. Wait, they've done this before with uh, Four Swords... Um, for the uh, DS, I, it's like, yeah, Nintendo just hates money. So, yeah, it, it's a ridiculous, confusing thing. But, yeah, you know, get rid of the Battle Royale. I've honestly changed my mind about this. Hey, I still don't agree with Nintendo. I still think it's a scummy thing. But I've understood why they're doing this. So, Nintendo has this thing where they think every single... IP they have is always valued at $60 plus. That's what they keep mm -hmm. thinking. That, this is why they're re-releasing Skyward Sword at $60. This is a game you can emulate on your phone. Well, all of these games you can emulate on your phone if it's powerful enough. Uh, all the Mario games, at least. But the thing is, yeah, if they, if they would sell like this Mario 3D collection in perpetuity at that price that place every single game at uh $20 which for Mr. Nintendo or whoever's the president of Nintendo that's not enough like they want to be able to sell these games uh at $60 they want to sell Mario Galaxy 4K edition remastered at $60 at some point in the future. But if they still have that collection somewhere, it wouldn't make sense for people to buy that. So that I understand. What I don't understand is why they're getting rid of that battle royale. Like, are the server costs that high? Like, we can only keep this up till March? I don't believe it. That's, that's, you can't put exclusivity on a multiplayer experience. It doesn't make sense. It's not like a merch drop where you can only buy this shirt by March and then it's gone. Like this isn't Nintendo's thinking it's Kanye West or something. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Well, the thing about it is like it can't even be the fact that the server costs her so much. It's because because it's not like they're like, oh, this isn't making us any money. We have to shut it down. It's like, no. They said from the beginning that this is a temporary thing and then we're going to shut it down. And it's like, it's just, I, I, I haven't had the chance to play it, but I assume it's a, a successful thing and people are enjoying it. So it, it kind of is like a limited edition shirt, except all that you'll have at the end of it are your memories. I don't understand why they're shutting the servers down. It, I, I, they, it cannot cost more than, than they're making off of. It's just artificial exclusivity, which yeah. Nintendo's definitely no stranger to um it's just it's making something scarce just to say it was scarce it's super pointless hey guys scarce here <laughs> that's an old meme well and speaking of uh merchandise one of the other things that's not going to be available at the end of the month is the uh game and watch super mario bros console whatever yeah, you okay. want to call that thing oh yeah i understand that 
I understand. When we're talking about physical stuff. Yeah, that one makes yeah. more sense. That's like a collector's item now. Like, they don't need to sell that, <laughs> like, along with oh, their... Oh, it's a collector's item, but they had 10 of them at Target last time I was there. Yeah, you don't need to mass produce those things, to be honest. Like, it's... it's I've seen reviews of the, that thing on YouTube, and everybody says the same thing. It's like, this is useless. This is a waste of money. Mm-hmm. It has no function whatsoever. But because it's limited, and at the end of the month, I can't get it anymore, now yeah. I want it. <laughs> so yeah. that makes sense. This makes sense. The uh, The delisting of a Battle Royale game, though, that's just... That's just pointless. Oh, and also they're delisting Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light. That's an NES game that they ported, uh, which is the original Fire Emblem, and they translated it in English, I think. They localized it for the first time ever. So now, is that a game that you have to buy, or is that on the NES, on Switch, uh, part of Nintendo Online deal? No, I think that's a game you should... You can only buy. Okay, so that one you can at least play when it's delisted. Uh, it's not going to disappear forever necessarily. And it costs... Unlike Super Mario 35. Yeah, this this one doesn't make any sense. Nintendo still doesn't have a virtual store, whatever it's called. They had that on the Wii. They had that on the Wii U. They can't figure out the same thing for the Switch. The Switch is a perfect console it's powerful enough to emulate all those retro games. It's it's perfect for like uh, you know playing N64 games on the go. But Nintendo just doesn't want to touch that for some reason. I don't understand yeah. why. They're selling this NES game for $6. Okay, I can still understand that. That's better than selling it for 60, right? So, yeah. good on that, Nintendo. Good job. Nice. But making it exclusive like, why? Why just leave it up there? It, it weighs less than a megabyte. It's probably like 42 kilobytes of data. It, it's not... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This hurts my Plus, head. it's the only way to get caught up on the Super Smash Brothers lore, like, officially, if you don't speak Japanese. So yep. it's like, I mean, half the characters are from, are from that. So it's like, you know... How do I understand what's going on in the sequel if I haven't played the original games? And it's like, oh, now I now I have to uh, download this by the end of March so that I can finally main Marth. No, it's ridiculous. I I don't even know what to say. Nintendo has left us speechless. You know, Nintendo has left us speechless. And speaking of speechless, we have no topics left. And uh, if we stop recording right now, this would be the shortest Tempcast episode ever. And I can't let that happen. So we're going to be introducing a new segment called Listener Mail, where we're going to be discussing. uh, This is going to be a segment we're going to use only when we're out of topics to talk about. So don't expect it to be a weekly segment. We're going to be answering questions you asked us in the listener mail and what our uh, listener mail account is, I don't know. Fuck, I should have thought of this through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, basically, we're going to be answering questions that you sent to one of us in our DMs. Okay, sounds reasonable. Sure, yeah. Yeah, send us, send any of us, preferably Eric Xander, because he doesn't get a whole lot of private 
you know, direct messages and he feels sad sometimes about that. Send him questions that you want us to answer on the on the Tempcast and sometimes we'll do it and sometimes we won't. Probably mostly won't, but we will sometimes. So, Eric, do you want to read this message that we got? Like this question? <clears throat> yes. So okay. this um this question has been submitted to uh Tempcast listener uh Steven, otherwise known as Relobby. Yep. He says, <clears throat> he asks, do you guys ever like when you're shaving your face, think about putting the razor on your teeth. And I mean, only if you do it like with a disposable blade or something, not an electric one. Do you ever think about putting those blades on your teeth and shearing off a razor thin strip <laughs> of your teeth? I think about it every time I shave and ooh man, it gives me the willies. I wish I could stop. Well, <laughs> So apparently the questions don't have to have anything to do with gaming. Yeah. I, I want to put a razor to my ears after listening to that question. So, okay. I, okay. So the question was, have you ever thought about doing that? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> have you? Either of you? I think maybe, but I haven't shaved in a very long time. At least my face. I, I usually trim. But I understand where this is coming from because... There's a psychological thing where, like, for example, you're given a baby to hold and you're thinking, what's going to happen if I drop this baby? <laughs> like when you're standing on like a tall building, like on a balcony and you're thinking, what if I drop my phone right now? Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. So this is the same thing. Like, what if I accidentally start shaving off the enamel from my teeth? What does he mean by disposable blade? Is it like those, the Gillette ones? Uh, oh wait, yeah, like the, the yeah. crap you can get from the grocery store and it's like 10 bucks for 22 blade razors. Stuff oh. like that. Okay, I thought he was uh, talking about those thin, like, uh, you know, rectangular blades. Oh, the straight razors? Yeah. Yeah, uh-uh. Yeah, those are definitely not disposable. Those are kind of spendy, actually. Oh, but that would be significantly worse to shave your teeth with. It oh. would. <laughs> oh, I'm sh I'm literally shivering just we, thinking yeah. about this. Um, what is it with teeth? And Like, why the fuck are they so sensitive? This doesn't make... It's just bone. Who the fuck came yeah. up with this? It's exposed bone. So, uh, for all we know, the rest of our bones are also sensitive. We just try not to touch them very often. I mean, have you ever poked like a bone? Yeah. Uh, I mean, your own bone? Mm, don't do it. Uh, my own, no. No. You, you say that like you have experience, Eric. Is this a story time? Uh, no, it's not a story time. I'm going to keep that to myself. He I'll didn't poke. Yeah. poke a bone, but he used his bone to poke somebody else. <laughs> Ayo! <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so, okay, this was an interesting question. We should... Uh, probably have more questions like this on the podcast. Uh, but I think whoever wrote this question has some serious psychological issues and they need to be dealt with immediately. Like it, in the end, he says, what? He says, I wish I could stop. That's pathological <laughs> right there. That's a problem. Yeah. That's an issue. If you think about that every single time when you shave, well, now I'm going to be thinking about this every time I shave. And yeah. Imagine what goes inside of this guy's head when he's shaving his pubes. I don't want to think about what goes on in his head. I just, I don't want anything to do with this person. The person who made, who, who, who submitted this question 
must have to fix their face, um, which is why if they were on a podcast, for example, <laughs> they would not be invited back. <laughs> yeah. I imagine a lot of kids <laughs> listening to this podcast with their parents. Yes, that's an awkward situation right there. Should we do another one? Uh, sure. Yeah, Please get this time. one out yeah. of my head. Okay, let's do it. Let's do. Let's do at least one more. <clears throat> All right, here we go. You're gonna have to bleep this. Okay. Isn't it fucked up how you go to a breakfast joint? They'll butter your toast for you, but if you go to a fancy dinner at a nice restaurant, you've got to butter your own dinner rolls. Hmm. <laughs> It is. It is. I've never thought about that. But yeah. Yeah. Why do I have to do more work? Is this the same guy? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think it's the I think it's the mentally unstable, crazy person putting stuff in here (laughs) for us to answer when he's not around. I don't know who it is. Me neither. Yeah, I think I've. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, you're a lawyer. Can I? Do I have legal grounds to get a restraining order from whoever asked these questions? You know what? I, I would say that I don't know the answer to that, but I'm actually reading the questions and it's like, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is there's this tort called intentional infliction of emotional distress. And <laughs> I think that this might qualify. And uh, I think that we're all tort feasing against everybody listening to the podcast right now just by just by broadcasting these questions. But yes, it is kind of messed up that um, you know they'll butter your toast at a at a breakfast place, but not at a nice restaurant. I kind of want. What do you guys think about like go, going to breakfast? Like, I love going to breakfast. Breakfast is the best kind of food, and it's not even close. I wish I could have breakfast all day, to be honest, but that's probably not healthy. You're an adult. You can you can do that. But I mean, like going to a breakfast restaurant. Like like okay. like, how do you guys feel about like you wake up? And you go to a restaurant to eat breakfast. Okay, I don't live in the U.S., but I'm so fucking jealous. Every time there's like a Waffle House scene or a diner scene in those American movies, they always get like these thick rows of pancakes with the maple syrup. And, you know, they got the eggs and the bacon and it all looks fantastic. Got the coffee. The coffee, you just know it tastes good. Damn good coffee. And also they have waffles sometimes. Like in here, you don't you don't have that. Like waffles is a delicacy here in Ukraine. So are thick pancakes. So I'm just so fucking jealous. Like it's always like the, the the hero's on the lowest of his low, so he goes to Waffle House, gets a fucking <laughs> thick thick row of pancakes, just gobbles it up. Like man, I'm so jealous. So, well, yeah, yeah. That's- I'm going to let you in on a little secret, Alan John. Most of the places that get those scenes in TV and movies, they usually suck because really? they're big chains that hire people that don't care. But your average mom and pop diner breakfast joint, usually the best food you'll have all day. So if you ever make it stateside, avoid Waffle House, avoid Denny's, avoid IHOP. Yeah. You find the local place, and that's where you'll get your breakfast that you want. So it's just like pizza. Oh, also avoid Oklahoma. Just just avoid Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, repeat. Say, say it. Say that. Say say that you'll avoid Oklahoma. I promise. I swear my allegiance to not ever go to Oklahoma. 
Is that, right, is that the legal way to do it? Yeah, it's good enough. It's just, just seriously. That, that, this goes for all of you. Just avoid Oklahoma. What's wrong with Oklahoma? Don't ask questions that you don't want to know the wait, answer to. Just avoid wait. Oklahoma. I can open up the podcast statistics right now and find out if we have viewers, I mean listeners in Oklahoma. Just give me a second. Get out of here. Get out of there. <laughs> Get out of there. What are you doing in Oklahoma? What did I say? Where's the analytics? Okay, United States. No, we. Oh, yes, we do have one listener in Oklahoma. Eric, you just offended him. Yeah, and I know who it is, and that's who I'm talking about. Get out of here. <laughs> get, get, don't get. I actually know the city. This is insane how much information I get through these analytics. This is. Uh, I know the city. I, I don't think I can name it. It starts with an I. Indiana? No. Oh, a city. I don't oh. know if it's a city or not. It might be a county. I don't know. But it starts with an I. Do we have any people in Wyoming? Wyoming. No, because Wyoming doesn't exist. Is Wyoming a, uh, a state? Yes. Exactly. Well, exactly. Theoretically, it is. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Is it is, is Wisconsin? Is that? No. It, it, Wisconsin and Wyoming are different by far. Wyoming has nothing going for it. Except for they ha they have like a yellow stone. No, honestly, is Wyoming a state? Yes. Okay, we don't have. It's under Montana. Uh, no, we don't have any listeners from Wyoming. Okay, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming doesn't exist. It's just Montana. It's just it's just stupid Montana. We have a lot of listeners in California for some reason and Pennsylvania. Like those are the top California two. and Pennsylvania are huge. Yeah. Um, most from Los Angeles and Santa Cruz. Hmm. That's that makes sense. It makes sense. Those wow. are pretty highly populated cities. And then we have a couple from some random island in Canada, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we actually do. And uh, around 22% of all of our Canadian listeners are from that place. That lonely wow. island, twenty-two percent. Wow, that's too much. Well, the lonely island listens to this. <laughs> yeah, it's fun looking at these statistics because we have like such a low amount of. Wait, somebody from my country is listening to this, and it's not from my city. What the? F okay, okay, that's weird. Um, <laughs> shout out to all my homies in Kharkiv. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikolaev. Yo, thanks for listening. Love you guys. Better than the people on the island of despair. Those people are <laughs> fools, right? Ew. That's a, that's a reference to uh to Tempcast episode something and also the EOF cast and also like geography and history. So Speaking of geography and history, this podcast is history. What what episode is this? Is this episode 30? Yep. Oh my God! Welcome to episode thirty and and milestone. And yeah, look, we did it. Look at us. Um, too bad Stephen couldn't make it. It's insane because episode number thirty, and we have three people on the podcast. Are you kidding? Oh me? my God! Oh guys, I, just only five more episodes, and then we're on episode thirty-five, and then we go away forever. Yeah. Wait, how? I told you not to discuss our plans. Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, 
thank you guys for listening and have a good night in in uh, santa cruz in wisconsin in kharkiv and what other cities are there uh, and oklahoma but not wyoming not wyoming not oklahoma yo all my homies in brighton michigan yo shout out to all the Tempcast listeners in Brighton, Michigan. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. I know you people are listening from Columbus, Ohio. Thank you guys so much. I love all you guys. Jordan, you want to shout out any city? Um, shout out to Undisclosed Low City in Illinois. Plenty of listeners there. 